y'all be seated because I'm trying to pace this. Amen. I don't want to um, run before God. I've been up all night. I, I don't even know why I was up, but I think I got two hours of sleep. But when the kids were singing, he's able, I said, God, you're able. In my weakness, then he's strong. Amen. Glory to God. Maybe sometime God do things to us to let us know it ain't about you. It's about me. Amen. It's, it's not by might nor by power, but it is by his spirit. Amen. Glory to God. For someone who would come before people and before I would speak, I would always tell them, I'm hooked on phonics, y'all. And, and they kept telling me, stop saying that. And I said, that's my testimony. I'm hooked on phonics. But then God began to deal with me. It's not what we're hooked on. I can't be hooked on phonics if I got the Christ on the inside. I can't go backwards and say what I didn't get and what I didn't have because now I got the Christ on the inside. So I got to be sure to give him all the glory and all the praise. The word on today is how much will it take for your nevertheless? We read in the scriptures that Jesus was in the garden of Gethsemane. And I'm going to read the scripture for y'all. But I'm trying, to, I'm trying to learn how to say what God says. A lot of times we put stuff before us. And, and, and we push ourselves to do what's before us. But God is pushing me to hear him. And to speak what he says. Jesus was in the garden of Gethsemane. And he went to the throne three times. But the last time, nevertheless, let thy will be done. That's the word on tonight. What will it take for you to give God that nevertheless? Because when we give God the, never, the nevertheless, we can't turn around, y'all. We put our hands to the plow, and to take our hands off, we would be miserable, not worth anything. Amen? But we're going to do this thing today. I tell you, God is a good God, y'all. If I can just give you some testimonies on what God has been doing. I think it was last week, I, two weeks ago, I went to Georgia. They called for me to come. It was already late. So I said, God, I'm going to be on the road at night. And, and, and I said, and God, when I come home, it's going to be even extra. But when God has an assignment, you got to trust him. And I got in that car and I went to Georgia. I did what I was called there to do. Got back in my car and I was telling Bishop, as I was driving home, I felt like the Israelites because I felt I seen the light around my car. It wasn't a struggle the way it's normally a struggle, but God had a light shining. He's able, y'all. He's able. Amen. The shift has already begun, y'all. We had an apostolic word spoke over us last Saturday. So do we not expect the enemy to be mad? Come on, y'all. It's time for us to grow up, y'all. Do we not expect him to come after us? But God is able. Come on, y'all. We got testimony after testimony in the word of God that he's able. In, in Hebrews, the fourth chapter, it talks about the Israelites lost out because they didn't mix the word with faith. 
We got the word in this house. And we got to take the word and mix it with faith so that whatever is going on, we can walk through with y'all. And whatever is going on, amen, we can shine. The glory of God be seen in us. This is the beginning of the year, y'all. We in a new position. Bishop has shift. And please don't be left behind. Glory to God. You got to be wide awoke. And you got to be ready to move in the shift. I heard my phone binging, binging, binging the other night. And I said, I don't get that much activity on my phone. But I didn't know Bishop had put out that I would be speaking. And my sisters and brothers were saying, we praying for you. And I said, oh, my God. But we got to be ready. <laughs> we got to be ready. Let me let y'all know I don't fight to get up here. Because I'm accountable for what I say. I don't fight to get up here. It's the will of the Lord. You don't have to call me elder. You don't have to call me evangelist. All you got to do is allow me to know that there's a need in the kingdom. And I'll be right there. Glory to God. We, we want titles. But you know, the greater we get in the kingdom, the more of a servant we ought to be. But we get titles and we want to sit down. Mm -mm. Jesus Christ, the whole washing of the feet, praise God. It's all about being hum the, the spirit of humility. And that's what we need to go forth, the spirit of humility. We're going to come into people, and we're going to have to have, I think, and, and let, me, let me put a tip in for Sunday school, y'all. Whenever we go to Sunday school, I can get up here and say, ditto, the word's been spoken already. Because when we go to Sunday school and someone gets up here and begin to preach, it's just what a repeat of what we discussed in Sunday school. God is good to us, y'all, and he's preparing us. And we cannot use an excuse to say, God, I didn't know. We can't use that excuse. We have no excuses. I can't say, well, God, I'm unlearned and I can't do this. No, I can't, but the Christ can Glory to God. And as a body, we can do this. Because when we look at a natural body, we got our heart, we got our kidneys, amen. We got our liver, amen. We got our veins and our, and our arteries, amen. We are, we, it's a system that, that, that has to constantly work. Come on, y'all. So God used us to say that we are a body. And we are a system that has to constantly work. We, we, we've been, they've been speaking about a good work all last year. Come on, y'all. So now we shift. What's the shift about? It's about work, y'all. We come to do a work for Christ. Jesus came to do a work for, for God. He let nothing separate him. And we got such an assurance that nothing can separate us from the love of God. How much would it take for you to say, nevertheless, it's hard to fight against the prick. Come on, y'all. Those stories in the Bible is not just for, for Paul and Peter and John, but we're in the book now. We got to get so close to God that we can hear him before we reach the temple. 
It only took two weeks for me to know that this is where I belong. The second Sunday when I was getting ready, God told me that you're going to begin a new chapter. I walked in the temple and Bishop was preaching, there's more to your story. And I said, okay, God, I hear you. How much have God spoken unto you that you have not connected with the word that came to you? Because the only way we can't do what God sent us to do when we don't obey his word. Come on, y'all. There's a rhema word. We're always looking for a rhema word. But that rhema comes to someone that's ready to hear. That rhema comes to someone that's ready to go and to do. Come on, y'all. Glory to God. I'm laughing within me because God had me do all this studying. And now, hallelujah, he got me going another way. But I think it's an example for us to be ready not to lock ourselves in. Because we serve an awesome God. He's sovereign, y'all. I was reading uh, Saturday. We're in this um, book group where we're reading the Bible through the year. And I started on Joseph. They said read at least four chapters. And I couldn't put the book down, y'all. I had to read until Joseph's story was over. Because I had to see the providence of God. So God is saying things may be going wrong. But stand on my providence. Stand on my sovereignty. And I'll bring it to pass. He told Jacob, I won't leave you until I finish with you. Glory to God. So we got to stand still and know that God is God. When I was reading those chapters about Joseph, I said, God, you know his beginnings were sweet because his father loved him. He lost his mother. But his father loved him. Listen to me, y'all. His father loved him. God loves us, y'all. So, and, and then his brothers was jealous. Let me tell you, they're going to be talking about tabernacle of praise. Because God is about to do something. But we got to stand assured in him. And do the things he called us to do. Because it's not about us. It's all about him. So when they threw him, when they sold him to slavery... He probably, it looked like it was over. We know the story. But you know, when a, a need arose, he was able to step in. You know why? Because the hard times did not turn him away from his God. He kept the communication going. Hallelujah. Even when we think of Daniel, they were they was taken from their hometown, and those people wanted to change their names, change their customs, but they said not so. We're living in a time where people want to do what they want to do. They want to change the word to, to fit in for them, but we're going to say not so. We're going to stand. When we go in the fire, the word lets us know that Jesus is in there with us. What is a miracle? We know in the world that um, God has a system. And for things to work, for, for things to grow, you got to plant a seed. You got to water it. For rain to come, the clouds have to get filled and release the water. But we got God, y'all. He can come in there and change it around because he's God. So we can't look at our situations and think it's hopeless. 
We got to stand and then stand. See, these scriptures are talking about Jesus in Gethsemane, and he was asking the disciples, would you sit with me for a while? Pray with me. They, and, 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 and here go Bible study. Bishop taught this a couple of months ago, y'all. We're already people. Whether you know it or not, we're ready. We have no excuse. So they kept falling asleep on him. Because the flesh is weak, y'all. And any time we want to count on ourselves, the flesh is weak and it will fail us every time. But the spirit is willing. He told him to go on, sleep on. Then his uh, accusers came. And Peter took his sword out. And Peter had to learn. He had to go through some things. And it doesn't matter what you've already done. If you learn a lesson out of where you've been and what you've done. Learn a lesson and you can get to the place where God started the church on the rock, on, Jesus, on, on Peter. But it's not Peter, but it was the words he spoke. He said, flesh and blood did not reveal this to you. So it, it, that's why we got to align ourselves so that we can hear God. And speak what he says. Because God responds to his word, y'all. Doesn't matter how many times I run around this church. If I'm not walking according to God's word. Come on, y'all. When God said, go to the altar. I said, God, why well, I got to go to the altar? This, look what time. But we got to learn how to do what God say do. No matter what time it is. No matter what the program is. It did not interrupt anything. Come on, y'all. We got to be willing to yield and do what God say do. Look at the signs. Redemption draweth nigh. What you going to do? What you going to do? You can't wait till it happened. Come on, y'all. We got to line ourselves up now. We got to get involved in the shift. And, and when we get involved in the shift, whatever we do, it's going to be potent. We're talking about assignments. When Jesus was asking um, God if he can pass that cup, and I woke up last Tuesday, and I saw a big white cup. I called Bishop because Bishop last Sunday, he was preaching, and every time he said assignment, it jumped in my spirit. So I said, God, you're talking to me about our assignment. And I was studying, God, what's in the cup? And I eventually, I seen a big white cup as I was rising out of my bed. And you can't let God show you something and you ignore it. You don't know how it's going to turn out, but you got to obey him. So I begin to dig in the scriptures and here in the Garden of Gethsemane, Christ was asking God if he can... Uh, Excuse him from this assignment. You know, in school, sometimes we want to be excused for certain things. But God is sovereign. His thoughts are not like ours. Come on. And, and, and Christ knew what he was about to endure. So we can understand because it was the God man that wanted to be excused. But we got the Christ on the inside of us. And this flesh might sometimes say, I can't do this. I can't take no more. No, you can't. But your Savior can. 
and we got to learn how to walk in the spirit. When Bishop said last week, he said, y'all start talking to the spirit. When Benny Hinn wrote the book, Good Morning, Holy Spirit, what do you think he was saying? We got to begin the fellowship. Jesus came. He done his job. He did his assignment. It's the Christ that's on the inside. It's the spirit of the living God that's here today to help us go through, to help us to achieve the things that he called us to do. He got a plan for us. Y'all know that, right? And in order for us to fulfill that plan, it's the spirit of the living God that got to lead us through it. The Holy Spirit had not come, but it was God that led Joseph through. The providence of God. There's a song, Reckless Love. The providence of God, God will tear down what he have to tear down. He'll move who he have to move in order for us to do the will of God. Come on, you got to be able to stand through it all. When my daughter stood and she said every muscle in her she needed because we're going through in the family, but we can't stop. There's things that's going on and that we don't like, but we can't stop. So it takes everything in us. And you know what that takes? What Paul said, I beseech ye therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. We can't do this thing any old way, y'all. We got to do it like he told us to do it. Righteousness exalts a nation. I tell people that I don't argue about Democrat or Republican or liberal. I don't argue about that. Because my job is to reveal the Christ. And if the church rise up and reveal the Christ, these young women that want to have abortions, they'll see hope. Come on, y'all. It's not the party that's going to save this, this country. But it's the spirit of the living God. It's his ways. Come on, y'all. He gave us a standard. He called us a holy people, a royal nation. Come on, y'all. You know, when I first got in the church, they used to use the royal families over in, in, in uh, England. They can't even use that now because they've gone off kilter. So we got to stick with the word of God. We got to stick with God. They taught us that the royal family wouldn't do certain things, but they're, they're in it. They're doing it. That's a sign for us to know that the world can't teach us a thing. It's all in the spirit, y'all. Oh, my Jesus. My brother is in Seattle, Washington, and they, uh, they said he had cancer uh, in his back, and, and his kidneys was feeling him. And I got some worship music, and I looked up some uh, scriptures for healing, and I let the background be those, those worship songs, and I begin to read those healing scriptures, and then I begin to pray. And I sent it to him because when we talked to him, he was too weak to even talk to us, Bishop. So I said, Johnny, if you can't pray, just listen. The Holy God. I said, what happened at the doctor? 
He said, the doctor said, Mr. Heppard, I don't understand. He was looking at the computer scratching his head. And he said, I thought we was going to have to put you on dialysis, but there's nothing wrong with your kidneys. They was going to have surgery. And they said, we don't see what we've seen before. So I said, oh, my God. He said, I don't know what happened. I said, it's Jesus. I said, it's Jesus. And he said, you know, I had a long talk with him yesterday. I said, you keep talking to him. So I called my sister because I wanted an accurate report. And she gave it to me. And I said, great God from Zion. We got us a real miracle here. Hallelujah, Jesus. God is a good God. And we got to rely on his goodness and his faithfulness and him being a God that will never change nor turn. He was good back in the old days and he's good today. Glory to God. And I've heard the different things. I don't know the situations, but stuff been going on. Brother Tim, you impressed me, and, and you made my heart leap when, the, when we had the service, amen, and how I watched you do the different things that you was doing. And, and I'm not knocking anybody. I'm not putting anybody down. But I enjoyed watching the brother move and do the things that was needed at that time. And that's what we got to do. We got to get in the swing of things. We can't miss. We can't miss an opportunity to be a servant. Because that's when God is going to move among us. Come on, y'all. I was, I was, I got married in 01. My daughter died in 02. They pronounced cancer in 03. And at that time, we were still giving testimonies. And I would get up and say, this was, these three years was the most hellish years of my life. And God said, stop saying that. Glory to God. Sometimes we take the glory of God and we shift it over to the enemy. But God said, stop saying that because I'm in control of life and death. Glory to God. I'm the one who called you. I'm the one who's sustaining you. So I had to shake myself and shift out of that. And there's a whole lot of things we got to shake ourselves with and take that shift with our mouths. We are kingdom people. We got to speak like we're in the kingdom. When Jesus was on the earth, he agreed with everything the Father said. Before we was created, God said, let us. Come on, there was agreement in heaven. Come on, y'all. There's power in agreement. You ain't got to look like me. You don't have to come where I come from. But our agreement is Christ. Come on. There's power in agreement. And when we come together in that agreement, there's where we see. Hallelujah. There's where we see. So that's what's going on in Matthew. Jesus is completing his assignment. And then when we go and read the Psalms in 116, if you read the whole song, David is starting off praising God. And then, of course, David flips. And he starts talking about what was done to him. He starts saying, every man is a liar. And it's not hard to get back in place when you serve a good God. Then he remembered who God was. And he said... 
What must I render unto you for all your many benefits? For I will drink of the cup of salvation. In the cup, y'all, there's misery in this cup. I don't want to fool y'all. There's some bitterness in this cup. But Jesus said, nevertheless. David said, I'll drink of the cup. Then when he started going down in the scriptures, he said, God, I'm going to pay you my vows. You know, we said some things when I, when I first got saved. I said, God, I'm not going to let nobody stop me. I'm going forth. If I got to go by myself, I'm going by myself. Doesn't matter what it is. We got to keep those vows. It's better not to keep the vow than to break it. And David said, I will serve you and praise you in the presence of the people. We ain't no undercover Christians. Come on. Because there's some of us on our jobs, people don't even know we saved. Yeah, I am an evangelist, y'all. That is your pastor and that is your bishop. But there's some ground that has to be broken up before order for us to shine wherever we go. We got to be, I want somebody to come up and get the cup and pass it around and take out a, a, a slip of paper and don't open it until I tell you, where am I with the time? Hmm, I'm up here longer than I was last time. Glory to God. Because in the cup, you got to be willing to drink from the cup of salvation. For it's saying the cup of salvation should be enough. It should be enough for us to drink from it. But I'm going to let you know that there's bitterness in the cup. Come on. Glory to God. But we can get over those hard times. Joseph got through, didn't he? And the last chapter said that he was able to save a people. Come on, what are you suffering for? How much can you take before you say, nevertheless? Are we suffering for not, or is there a generation behind us that need us to go through the suffering that we have to go through? Come on, what we're suffering, y'all. Okay, we 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 um what they say, highly favored. You are favored, but there's some things that you got to go through for the glory of God. I think I heard Bishop say, if it wasn't Bishop, it was my sister, that when the glory come down on us, the weight of God's glory, it come to push everything out of us that is not like him. It's not for us to come and act like we are, uh, we are chosen, but we still got to do this thing the way he said. We think just because we say, God, I want this and I want that, it's going to happen. It might not be in the plan. Remember, our thoughts are not like his. And we got to be willing to say, God, nevertheless, nevertheless, when our children are acting up, we got to be willing. My daughter is four. She'll be 47 on the third. And when I got saved, she was 16. And we had just moved down here from New York. So she was already rebelling. She was 15. She was rebelling because I just took her out of her. New York experience in high school and brought her down here where people want her to say yes ma'am and she refused to say yes ma'am and yes so because that wasn't the way if we said ma'am in New York we just wanted your attention we didn't know your name we want your attention so that wasn't our that wasn't our thing so I had to go up there and tell the teacher she's not being rude 
This ain't who we are. But she rebelled big time, Bishop. Half of the time I didn't know where she was. But I didn't miss a beat in God. I kept going and I kept believing. And I would stand up and testify my child's salvation. And a girl that used to be with me said, you need to stop lying. I, I, come on, y'all. God said he's concerned about me, my children, and their children. We got to speak the word of God. Couldn't get her to stay in school, didn't know where she was. But today she's a master social worker. Today she know how to lift her hands and praise God. Glory to God. So we got to wait on our change like Job said. And we can't slack up on God because God is never slack. He is never slack. Glory to God. I want somebody to just stand and say what's on their slip. You're not going to disturb anything. It's all in the flow. See, we ought to be ready. Somebody ought to have said something. about Compassion. Standing in the gap. Releasing water. Come on, y'all. Come on. Come on. Come on. Oh, Jesus. Come on. This is all in the cup, y'all. The word said we got to go ahead. Come on. That's right. We got to believe, y'all. Intercessor. I'm here. Sowing. Showing God's love. This is. Did you hear? Somebody said praying and somebody said intercession. There's a prayer. Because we got to stay before God at all times. But then there's an intercessory. We, gotta, we got to get in between the mess. And we got to be willing to take the blows. Stay in the spirit rim. And do what God said do until we see a change. Glory to God. We say we interceding. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You're going to feel that pain just like the people feel it. That's in the cup, y'all. Meditation. Righteousness. Launch out in the deep, y'all. That's what the ship is about. We going, we're about to do some new things. Mother, what did you say? The mother behind you. Oh, okay, I put that. Oh, yeah, things are come. Yes. Let's take advantage of our kingdom rights, y'all. Let's take advantage of what God done for us and what's in us. We, we have to show the Christ. And these things will allow us to show the Christ. These things will, be a, will bring a shift in our communities. These things will bring a shift in our nation, y'all. Come on, we can get programs, but when we start representing Jesus the way he called us to represent him, then we'll see a move. We'll see a move. So today, amen, as we heard about the cup, how much would it take for us to say nevertheless? How many times will the enemy come after your child? Before we say nevertheless. How many times will he stomp on your finances? Before we say nevertheless. The change comes in the nevertheless. 
the shift comes in the nevertheless. Come on, y'all. We are aligned in Christ. Come on, y'all. We have victory. He is our champion, y'all. So today, after hearing the word of God, first we want to know if there's anyone in the house that have not received the Christ as their Savior.